In the middle of this week's parsha, read of Moshe warning Paro of the final makkah to be brought upon the Egyptians, makos b'choros. Hashem tells Moshe that he will bring one final plague after which the Jews will be sent away from Mitzrayim. Now Rashi points out that this nevuah, this this communication between Akash Baruch and Moshe Rabbeinu took place in Beis Paro. Now why is that significant? Because the Ramban points out that in all of the other nevuahs, every other time that Akash Baruch Hu spoke to Moshe Rabbeinu, it was only outside of Beis Paro, outside of the city, outside of the capital. Now why? So the Shem Mishmuel explains that the reason why Moshe Rabbeinu couldn't have nevuah from Hashem in Beis Paro because Beis Paro was full of Avodah Now we know it's not a problem for Akash Baruch Hu to communicate with someone in in a base of orders, Arkarish Baruch Hu, he can speak anywhere, he can communicate anywhere, but the difficulty was in the reception. It was hard for Moshe Rabbeinu to receive the Nevuah in base Paro. Because of all the Avodah Zara there, there was an element of static interference. But this final interaction between Moshe and Paro was different. This final Nevuah by Makos Mechoros was very different because now Moshe Rabbeinu was able to hear, to receive the Nevuah from Hashem, even though he was in base Paro, in spite of the Avodah Zara. Hashem Mishmo explains the reason is because this Maka, this interaction between Paro and Moshe marked a turning point in the relationship between Moshe and Paro. Just prior to this groundbreaking Nevuah of Moshe, Paro called Moshe into Beis Paro to end Makas Choshech and finally send the Jews from Mitzrayim. When Moshe and Paro met, Paro agreed to send the Jews out, but when Moshe demands that Paro provide the Jews with the animals for the Karbonos, not only does Paro refuse and tell Moshe to leave, but he tells Moshe that he will never see Paro's face again. It was as if Paro ended any relationship between Moshe and himself. Shem explains that once Paro told Moshe to leave, Moshe became totally divorced from the Tumor of Mitzrayim. He was essentially separated from Paro and all that he represented and controlled. There was no longer any interference at all, even in base Paro. It's at this point that Moshe received the Nebuah from Hashem, even though he was in the base of Orozara. Shem continues to explain that it was at that moment that Moshe realized that the Geula had finally, finally begun. Moshe Rabbeinu was the representative of Klai Yisrael, and he was finally freed from any grasp of power whatsoever. There was no longer a spiritual enslavement. Now, over the course of our lives, we all strive for stronger and more meaningful relationships with Hashem. We want to be able to welcome Kosh Baruch into our lives and to be impacted by His presence. It can be frustrating sometimes when we're unable to create that experience, when we're unable to feel that relationship. Perhaps... If we would spend a few minutes thinking about the impact of the static interference on our lives, those things that stand in the way of the relationship with Hashem, we'd be able to strengthen that relationship. Hashem is constantly communicating with us every minute of every day. The question is, are we allowing ourselves to hear Him? Wishing you all a wonderful, wonderful Shabbos.